You're listening to PetLifeRadio.com. This is Michelle Byrne, host of Best Bets for Pets on Pet Life Radio. Now, for all you doggy pet parents, what is the worst thing about your dog besides picking up poop? They're messy. Messy, messy, messy. Now, what do you do if you got a messy dog? They're not that easy to train, are they? Well, I have a great idea coming up. You're not going to want to miss this. We'll be right back. Sit. Stay. We'll be right back after a short pause. Well, four to be exact. Dyson. The new Dyson Animal Vacs are powerful bagless upright vacuums for homes with pets. Air muscle and radio root cyclone technology generates the strongest suction power to powerfully remove dust, dirt, and pet hair from the home or car. To order your Dyson Animal Vac, go to DysonDeals.com. DysonDeals.com to order your Dyson Animal Vac today. Dyson, music to your ears. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome back, everyone. Okay, for all you pet parents out there that have dogs and maybe even really clever cats, I have a great product for you. But first, I would like to introduce Chris Lorkowski. He is the inventor of Tidy Dog. Welcome, Chris. Hi, Michelle. Now, everyone's listening, thinking, okay, yeah, I have a messy dog. What is this? Is this a robot that comes and cleans him up? Is this, what is this, the tidy dog? So <laughs> let's tell everybody out there, what is the tidy dog? Yes. So the tidy dog is the, uh, the world's first smart dog toy bin. So it's essentially a dog toy bin that knows when your dog put a toy away and it dispenses a small amount of kibble to reward your dog. That's such a great idea because, you know, we do it with our kids, you know, not our fur kids, our human kids. You know, they would tell them, clean up your room, and then they get a reward of some sort. Not, of course, kibble, but, you know, TV time or game time or something. So why not do it for our dogs? What was the thought behind coming up with this product, with this idea? Yeah, so I actually got my first dog a year and a half ago. Her name is Evie. She's a, a Cavalier King Charles Spaniel. And uh, I, was, I was very excited to teach her all kinds of new tricks. So I started out with all the basics, you know, sit, stay, roll over. And, and she picked them up pretty quick. She's a, she's a great dog. Then I thought, oh, you know, being an engineer, well, maybe I can teach her some useful tricks. So I started teaching her to pick up her toys and put them in the bin. And so, you know, I tell her to pick it up, tell her to come over to the bin and then drop it. The basic three steps of uh, teaching them to pick up their toys. Uh, and then each time I would hand her a, uh, a treat as a reward. And I was thinking to myself, you know, she has probably 20 or 30 toys. And I was thinking, there's got to be a way that I can just turn this bin on and say, hey, you know, clean up all your toys, Evie, and uh, just have her do them all. And I don't have to hand her a reward each time. Well, at the time, I had been Christmas shopping on Amazon, and I found this, this desktop candy dispenser. And it was motion sensor activated, like those hand soap dispensers that you can get. And you put your hand under it, and it dispensed M&Ms or nuts or whatever you put in it. And I was thinking to myself, 
I bet I could buy that, take it apart, and put the motion sensor in Evie's toy bin so that when she put a toy in, the motion sensor tripped and it dispensed kibble. I would fill it with kibble. So that was the first prototype, uh, and it worked, just not as well as I had hoped. So in developing the prototypes, I learned that using weight sensors is a a far more effective way to, to detect the toys in the toy bin. So that's what the Tidy Dog does now. It, it has weight sensors, um, and it knows when the weight goes up, there's a toy in there, and then it uses an auger, and, and it uh, rewards your dog with a small amount of kibble. What a great idea. Now, for everybody listening, I know most of us have seen, you know, are familiar with motion sensors, either in hand to soap, soap sensors, or that sort, but not everybody's familiar with a weight sensor. How does a weight sensor work? Yes, yeah, so the weight sensors we use are essentially the same weight sensors that you would find in a kitchen scale. So you have a kitchen scale and it's it's very sensitive and very accurate. You know, you can put a few ounces of flour in a bowl and, and it can measure that for you. But to be more specific, the way it works is it's essentially a spring. So, you know, you put some weight on it and it bends a little bit. And so then that signal is translated into a digital signal. And so in our case, that digital signal says, hey, you know, the weight went up, reward the dog with some kibble. Now, can your dog kind of outsmart the tidy dog into just getting kibble and not putting toys in? That's a great question. So in developing the prototypes, we designed two features into the tidy dog to prevent your dog from tricking it into dispensing treats. The first is, you know, if your dog is nosing around in the bin or maybe they're putting their paw in there or even just sitting in the bin trying to get it to dispense uh, some kibble, it, the, the weight sensors can detect very small vibrations from either the, the dog uh, pushing down in the bottom of the bin or nosing around in there or sitting in there, and it won't dispense any uh, treats if it detects those vibrations. So it, it essentially waits for the signal to be completely stable. So essentially you drop the toy in, the dog's not touching the bin, there's no vibrations, and then it knows it's ready to dispense a treat. The other thing we have done is that when your dog removes the toy from the bin, it starts a timer for 30 seconds. And so the bin says, okay, I'm not going to dispense any treats unless the dog replaces that or another toy within the 30 seconds. That way the dog can't take a toy out of the bin, put it back in right away, take it out, put it in right away, take it out, and just just drain the machine uh, of all the treats. I could see see some of my sneaky testers doing something like that, putting it in and putting, you know, getting. (laughs) So that's a pretty good idea that, you know, it's like, hi, you think you're going to fool it, but no, not happening. So that's pretty smart. Now, you said kibble. What if your dog, you know, they like their kibble, their food, but are small, like actual treats in a small size, would those work too? Yes. So anything M&M size to maybe gobstopper size would work well in the, mach- in the machine. It has a, a rubber auger, so it's, it's pretty forgiving on the size and the shape of the tree. But anything larger than that wouldn't work. Now, how is your dog, I mean, are you able to tell your dog, clean up the room or put away your toys, and she brings all of them in and puts them in the tidy dog? Yes, I am, actually. She's, she's gotten very good at it. It's one of those things, the more you practice with them, the better they get at it. She's a great dog. She, in fact, knows a lot of her toys by name now. But, you know, typically the way I'll use the bin is at the end of the day, you know, before we go to bed, I'll say, hey, you know, Evie, pick up your toys. And she'll get real excited because, you know, at that time I'm, I'm turning the, uh, the bin on. It's like if, you know, you told your dog, do you want a treat? She gets excited like that. So I turn the bin on and, and she goes running. She finds all her toys and brings them over. Each time she drops it in, she gets her treat, and then she picks up all the ones she can find. Uh, so she's very good with it. 
Now, fabulous. So we've been talking a little bit about how the tidy dog works. Now, you're still in the process of getting everything started. Now, how did you started with the Kickstarter campaign for the people out there that don't know anything about it? Maybe you could talk a little bit about how you got your product on Kickstarter, how you developed it, and what the future is holding, which seems like you have some exciting things coming up real soon. Oh, we do. So kickstarter.com is a website for new projects like the Tidy Dog to go and essentially collect pre-orders. So we built a prototype. We made a, a cool video and made some nice pictures to describe the features of the Tidy Dog and how it works. And uh, we set a goal on Kickstarter and we said, we need to take this many pre-orders and that will cover all of our tooling costs so we can go ahead and, and make the Tidy Dog a reality. So after our successful Kickstarter campaign, you know, we're in the process of getting our tooling made. Uh, there's a lot of injection molded plastic parts and a lot of circuit board and, and final assembly that needs to be done. And so at, you can actually go to our, our website and still pre-order if you missed our Kickstarter campaign. So our website is thetidydog.com or you can Google The Tidy Dog and we'll show up. And so you can, you can pre-order on our website and uh, we will be shipping our first Tidy Dog units this November. Fantastic. Now, the Tidy Dog for everybody that's listening, how would you describe it visually? Yeah, so the Tidy Dog, it's about, I'll give you some dimensions. It's about 14 inches by 10 inches by 6 inches. So the size of a large shoebox. And it's, it's a nice brown color. And we decided to make the, the main color brown because it would look nice sitting in, in most anyone's living room or it, it would fit in well with the rest of the furniture in your room. So it's something you can leave out with the dog toys in and displayed and it'll fit right in. We do, however, have some plans to make some other colors down the road, so be sure to reach out to us if there's a certain color that you really would like to see it in. But it's essentially a large shoebox. It's uh, brown in color. It has tapered walls, so it's, it's pretty sharp looking. And in the corner, there's a chute where the kibble comes out. And so there's a small contoured plastic box in one corner of the bin. Um, and that's where all the, the mechanisms are housed. But it's, it's pretty simple looking. It's a, a bin and a chute. Hey, simple. Some of the best ideas are just simple creations that turn out to be amazing. We have a lot of dog pet parents out there, but we have a lot of cat too. And cats are smart, but they don't really play too much with toys. But have you trained any cats to use the tidy dog? Uh, that's a great question. You know, we have not, but we have had a, a lot of interest in, in using the tidy dog for cats. And so, you know, the, the best I can say is that, yes, it, it should be able to hold whatever kibble your cat likes, and the load sensors can detect toys as light as one half of an ounce. So cat toys being generally lighter than dog toys, it should still be able to detect most of them. And, you know, I don't think it's out of the picture for us to look into maybe making a, a more sensitive version of the tidy dog to detect the lighter cat toys, but... Uh, if someone is able to train their cat to put their toys away, I'd, I would love to see a video of that. So, so certainly reach out to us and let us know. We would love to see it. It's an interesting idea. And I'm wondering if there was a way to dispense. My cat likes treats. He's a little bit of a chubby cat. He likes a lot of food. Um, but I'm wondering <laughs> if you could dispense catnip. Uh, hmm. You know, I, so how big is, is catnip? I'm actually not familiar. Catnip is, is um, yeah, you're a dog guy, I can tell. Catnip is kind yeah. of, <laughs> it's from a plant, and it's just, looks like oregano almost. So it's okay. very light, 
and it would probably there would probably be have a manufacturer that could somehow dispense it in a pellet form because it's just like very very light it's like you know like oregano loose okay yeah yeah certainly if it's in a pellet form it, it would work in the the tidy dog um but we'll have to look into to if there's a way we can dispense it uh with another mechanism but there's plenty of little treats that they make for cats because, you know, cats are small. So, of course, the treats are small. You know, they have smaller mouths than dogs. But that'd be interesting because there are cats that do play with, you know, little catnip toys or balls and, you know, different things like that. So, interesting. But I think your main market is dogs because, you know, dogs corner the market on toys. Yes, my dog corners the market on toys. <laughs> <laughs> And and now you have a dog that cleans the house. That'd be pretty good. I wonder if you could train your dog to clean up after people, or you know, put the kids' toys away, and then you have that you know that there's all kinds of things you could think of. You know, um, yeah. Now everyone that's listening is probably I know you mentioned the website before, but when can they start ordering? And what is your website again? Yes. Yeah, so our website is thetidydog.com. Or you can Google search The Tidy Dog and we'll pop up. And right now you can pre-order at our website. So you can go on and purchase your Tidy Dog and you'll get one of the first ones shipped right to you. And our first ones will be coming off the line this November. So if you order now, you can expect to, to receive your Tidy Dog sometime around November. Wonderful. Well, Chris... Thank you so much for coming on Best Bets for Pets and talking about the Tidy Dog. I wish you major success with it. Thanks so much, Michelle. I'd like to thank Chris for coming on Best Bets for Pets and telling us all about the Tidy Dog. I wish you amazing success with the Tidy Dog. Listeners, you can find out more on this segment of the episode. You can find a picture of the Tidy Dog, a link to the website, and you can find out all kinds of information about the Tidy Dog and pre-order your Tidy Dog, or if you're listening after its release, order the Tidy Dog. What a great way to keep your house clean. Now, stay tuned, because I have another great episode coming up. Sit. Stay. We'll be right back after a short pause. Well, four to be exact. Petco. Where the pets go. Petco. Where the pets go. Pet Life Radio has tail-wagging, fur-flying, fabulous deals for our listeners from Petco. Get $6 off your order of $60 or more and up to 40% off the entire Petco site. That's right. But that's not all. Because you're a Pet Life Radio listener, you'll also get free shipping on your order of $49 or more. $6 off, up to 40% off, and free shipping from Pet Life Radio and Petco. To get these awesome deals, go to PetcoDeals.com. That's PetcoDeals.com. Petco, where the pets go. Hi, I'm Dr. Robin Gansert, President and CEO of American Humane Association, the country's first national humane organization. Here to tell you about our new show, Be Humane, on Pet Life Radio. Each week, we'll be bringing you the latest news and issues affecting our animal friends, and we'll also be bringing you interviews with Hollywood's biggest animal advocates, here to share tales about their pets and what they're doing to promote a more humane world. Our own highly experienced staff and friends of the organization will also join us each week to share what they're up to in the animal world. I hope you'll stop by. Until then, let's always remember to be humane. Every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets on Pet Life.
Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome, everyone. I am so excited to introduce Kristen Von Chersky. She is the founder and owner of Positively Wholesome. Welcome, Kristen. Thank you, Michelle. I'm so happy to be here. Well, I am so excited to have you. And I love the name of your company, Positively (laughs) Wholesome. It's so cute. Thank you. Now, I gave all the pet parents a little hint, you know, saying yummy. So probably they're thinking, oh, some kind of treat. But, well, let's first of all tell everybody listening a little bit about Positively Wholesome. Okay, sure. Positively Wholesome started really when I began making all natural and wholesome and yummy treats for my two dogs. I thought, you know, they love these and I have to share these with my friends and my family. So I started to share them with my friends and family's dogs and they just loved them. So I thought, you know what, I can share this with even more people. So I'm going to start Positively Wholesome, which is basically an all-natural and wholesome dog treat company. And we really focus on those natural ingredients. There are never any preservatives or dyes or fillers or anything yucky added to the products. So it's, uh, you know, they're all natural. They have fresh ingredients. The produce, when possible, is all local. And we are based in Atlanta, Georgia. So we try and incorporate those local ingredients as much as possible. And also, there's a little twist to it. What uh, really sets us apart is that we work one-on-one with our pet parents to find solutions for their dogs who may be suffering from certain allergies. So if they have a very specific allergy or health concern, I work with them one-on-one to find the best option for them. And uh, in some cases, I actually create these custom treats that are just special for this one particular dog. So that's what really sets us apart. And we've had such great success already with finding these solutions for dogs who have otherwise never been able to have a treat because they're on such strict diets. And that is exactly why I wanted to have Positively Wholesome on Best Bets for Pets, because we've done about over 100 shows now, and I've had a lot of treats on Best Bets for Pets. So when I have people that have, you know, different kinds of treats, there has to be something really different because there's been so many treats and, you know, pet parents have heard about so many treats and all of that. But Yours are different because you are able to work in small batches and create specialized treats because there are a lot of dogs these days with allergies. Yes, absolutely. We're finding that a lot of dogs are starting to have the same allergies as humans. And so what really got me thinking about this is my own diet and how I've modified that over the years to become very healthy and to incorporate those whole ingredients, you know, no packaged foods, just the best and freshest ingredients. And I really thought, you know, why can't my dogs have this as well? You know, they don't suffer from allergies, thank goodness, but why can't I feed them uh, these really natural ingredients like I feed myself? So that's what really got me started with the customized treats. I know that some people will give their dogs just, you know, vegetables and things like that, but some dogs aren't really big fans of vegetables, but they are fans of your treats. Why is that? Well, I think because, you know, I've grown up with dogs. I've been around dogs my entire life, and I've noticed that seems like most dogs like peanut butter. (laughs) And so I do incorporate a lot of peanut butter into my treats. 
So I might do a, a sweet potato with a little bit of peanut butter. You know, our sweet potato cakes, they're actually made with organic coconut flour. So you're getting that coconut in there, which is excellent for dogs. It's such a great source of fiber. It's great for regulating blood sugar. So if you have a dog who may be diabetic or borderline diabetic, this is the treat for them. And then the sweet potatoes, of course, are a good source of complex carbohydrates. I've found a good mix of ingredients that dogs just love. They just go crazy for them. So, you know, it's healthy, but they're not realizing how healthy it is because it tastes so yummy. And I have to mention, the pet parents like them just as much as the dogs, believe it or not. So all of these have been tested by humans, myself included, and they're, they're delicious. You know, of course, there's no sugar added in them. So you know, it doesn't taste exactly like a, a peanut butter cookie or a little cake you might get from the bakery. But it, it does have that really rich and natural peanut butter flavor and vegetable flavor that humans can enjoy with their pets. So that's kind of a fun fact about positively wholesome treats. Well, it's funny you should mention that because I know you said it's all human-grade ingredients. I was brave, mm -hmm. and I tried one. It was um, okay. <laughs> a square treat, a little soft. I forget the name. It was like a little the, cake form. Yeah, the sweet potato cake. Mm -hmm. And it's not bad. It's not really sweet, yeah. but it's not bad. Right. And just a little bit because my dogs were, you know, jumping. Give me, give me, you know, with, with, with the <laughs> treats. And right. I just thought this is what's wonderful, though, is for dogs that are diabetic that are maybe they could just get a string bean here and there or something or, you know, but dogs, too, they get tired of that. They get tired of string beans. They get tired of just a plain carrot and they want something more. So I think it's wonderful that you can work with a dog. So, you know, the pet parent to find the exact mm -hmm. good mix for their dog and to make a healthy yeah. treat for them. Yeah. Yeah, it's really great. I've, we've had a lot of success with it. You know, I've, I'm contacted all the time by pet parents who say, you know, my dog has kidney issues. Can you help me find a low phosphorus treat? And so I'll help them do that. I'll make it for them. I'll send them a sample to make sure. And especially in the case of allergies, I have a, a pet parent who I've been working with for a while now trying to find the perfect treat. And she has to give her dog a little at a time just to make sure she doesn't have a reaction. And so there's a, a process to this. So she has to give a little bit, and then a couple of days later, she gets the same treat, just a little bit more. And so far, we've had great success. She hasn't had any outbreaks. And I made a custom pumpkin treat for her. So it's it's very pure. It's just it's pumpkin and uh, garbanzo bean flour and a couple of other ingredients. And that's pretty much it. It's just limited ingredients. It's all whole and natural. And uh, she's had really great success with it so far. So I'm so happy to be able to help. Now, what's been your most unusual request from a pet parent? Um, probably a specific type of apple that their dogs like. <laughs> I do make um, apple chips, uh, which are 100% apple. And so I make these crunchy little chips for the dogs. And I've had someone ask me what type of apple I used and if I could, if I could do a special apple chip because her dog preferred a certain type of apple. And I thought that was really cute. <laughs> So, and of course I can do that. So that's another good thing is, you know, if you have a special order, if it's just, you know, you want me to change it up just a little bit, I can certainly do that. Well, you know, we have dogs that are picky out there. That's for sure. Oh, yes. And absolutely. Yeah. My tester, Mr. Z is pretty picky himself. So <laughs> he's, but you know what he loves? Now, if, if I said, okay, I want something specific made for Mr. Z. 
He likes broccoli. He just loves mm-hmm. it. No, nothing on it, just broccoli. He, you would think you were giving him a slab of steak or something. You know, the stereotype dogs like steak. And I don't even eat red meat, but he loves broccoli. Can you make a broccoli t- kind of treat? If I wanted to give him sure. something more than just, here's a broccoli? Sure, absolutely. We could definitely do that and see if um, maybe incorporating a, a couple of other ingredients with the broccoli, if he would still like that, or we could just do a, a pure broccoli treat. I just think that's so cool because I'm not a cook. I wouldn't get into the kitchen and I don't even <laughs> know half the things you're, I mean, coconut flour. I didn't even know these things existed really. So does your kitchen look like a little laboratory? It does. <laughs> it does. <laughs> And it smells like peanut butter 24-7, <laughs> which I love. I love peanut butter. So if you don't like peanut butter, don't come here. But, yes, it, it does. It's, um, it's fun. It's, you know, I do a lot of experimenting, and I have two very willing taste testers at home, and they like everything and anything. So, of course, once they approve of it, then I, I also share it with some other friends' dogs just to make sure that they like them, you know, pickier dogs. But my two dogs at home will eat pretty much anything, including toilet paper. So... I um, I run it through them first, and then I will uh, make sure the pickier dogs like it before I offer it to to everyone. So, have you ever come up with any certain types of treats for cats? You know, I haven't, but I've had that requested quite a few times, and it's something that I'm thinking about maybe in the future. I know that cats are really picky, and some cats really like certain things, and others don't, and so that's, I know that's a a difficult market (laughs) with with cats to to make sure they're satisfied, but it is something that I'm, I'm considering for sure. Well, yeah, they are pickier. Dennis, my cat, is not so picky, but he's on a special diet. But he's um, he's always, the, the dogs come running for the treats, and so does he, and he gets cheated a little bit. So now, we're talking about all these yummy treats, and everybody's saying, I need to contact this woman. I, I have a dog that has this diet restriction, that diet restriction. Mm-hmm. Where can people find positively wholesome treats? Well, we are all over the internet. I suggest the first thing you do is go to our website, which is positivelywholesome.com, and it's P-A-W-sativelywholesome.com. So make sure it's the P-A-W, the paw. And then from there, you can actually get to all of our social media links, um, our Facebook site, our Twitter, our Instagram. We're very active on all of the social media sites. And also on the website, you can go through and see all of our treats that we offer. Uh, There's six different treats available that that you can order directly from the site. And then if you have a custom request, you can send an email to orders at positivelywholesome.com. And you can just tell us a little bit about your your pet and what's going on. And is there um, any special things that that the dog likes, dislikes? what the health concerns are, and then we will uh, get back with you and, and work with you uh, one-on-one to make sure we find the perfect solution. Wonderful. Kristen, thank you so much for being on Best Bets for Pets and telling pet parents thank all about Positively Wholesome. You're so welcome. <laughs> I'd like to thank Kristen and Positively Wholesome for coming on Best Bets for Pets. My testers had so much fun trying out our treats. They love them. Mr. Z, Mr. Picky Z, munched away. He liked he liked most of them, which is amazing for Mr. Z. And of course, Nikki gobbled everything up. And Dennis, 
I let him try a few. He's a cat. He's on a very restricted diet and he can't have like anything. But I snuck in a few. Don't tell the vet. And I would like to thank my producer, Mark Winner, for making me and my guests sound wonderful and for doing such a great job of editing all my mistakes out. So thank you, producer Mark Winner. I appreciate it. Listeners, you can find out more information, of course, on the episode page of this segment. And there'll be a link to the Positively Wholesome website as well as a picture of the product. Thank you so much for listening. If you have any questions or curious about what some of these products look like, you can find us on Twitter. You can find us on Pinterest. You can find us on Instagram and on Facebook. Thank you so much. I so appreciate all your support. Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.